0: Welcome to the Progress, Not Perfection podcast. I don't know about you, but I have spent way too many years trying to be perfect and holding myself back because I didn't feel good enough. But recently, I started to fully grasp what it means to receive the incredible gift of God's grace. Now I desire more than anything to be more like Him. As it says in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. If you've been feeling unfulfilled and weighed down by your past, but you know in your heart you have more to offer, you're in the right place. My name is Sheree Haynes and each week I'll be sharing Bible verses and words of encouragement. You, my friend, are here for a reason, and I can't wait for you to begin letting your amazing light shine. Now, let's go ahead and jump into today's show. Hello, and welcome back to the Progress Not Perfection podcast. So as we get closer and closer to the end of 2022, I want to be, you know, sharing more ideas with you on anything related to goals and as I will mention here shortly, standards and anything I can to help set you up for success in 2023 because I think it's so helpful to start thinking about those things right now and start, you know, making progress and and putting a plan of action together. And even if you aren't ready to start working on those goals yet, you know, have that in place to start immediately as soon as the new year begins. So I was recently reminded um, of a a chapter in Ed Mylett's book called The Power of One More, The Ultimate Guide to Happiness and Success. And I highly recommend this book to you. There are so many goals nuggets throughout this book. And this chapter in particular really, you know, gets me every time I read it. And so I wanted to share with you uh, a little bit out of this book, as well as some other of my thoughts. But um, he says the difference between goals and standards. Many people I meet confuse goals and standards, often mistaking them as the same thing. They are not. Before you can achieve your goals, you must understand the role standards play and why they're so important. Here's the key difference. Goals start out as thoughts. They are desirable outcomes that take root in your mind. Your brain either confirms these goals or they pass as fleeting thoughts. When you decide you want to achieve your goals, you create standards as a means of taking those thoughts and applying actions to them. Think of standards as the performance benchmarks you're willing to tolerate. Standards are the actions that propel you towards your goals. Goals effectively become byproducts of how you approach your standards. Goals without standards are empty. Goals without standards are useless. The world constantly tells you to review and upgrade your goals, which you should be doing, but the secret is to constantly review and upgrade your standards. You need to evaluate what you're willing to tolerate and not tolerate. Okay, so the next section is titled, What Are You Willing to Tolerate? When you set a goal, you must decide if you can tolerate the standards that are essential to reach your goal. Tolerance doesn't apply only to the things you need to do to move your life forward. Your tolerance level can apply to many different areas, such as your existing relationships, leadership, and business dealings. Right now, can you tolerate the business results you're currently getting? Can you tolerate the amount of money you currently make? Can you tolerate the amount of bliss or passion you're currently experiencing if you can you're going to keep getting them it is only when you decide that you can no longer tolerate the treatment you're getting in a relationship or the business results that you're getting that you can change them it's only when you decide you can no longer tolerate the amount of money you're making that you'll begin to move forward to your goal of making more money If you're willing to tolerate something, that's probably what you're going to get. If you don't change your standards, then your goals are irrelevant. I don't know about you, but this one really hit me because, you know, I think a lot of us are guilty of being comfortable and, um, you know, sometimes... We tolerate certain things just because it's what we're familiar with. And, you know, maybe we complain about not having enough money or, you know, we're not happy with our relationship or we're not happy with the way our business is going or, you know, whatever it is. But then when we take a step back, we aren't willing to make the necessary changes in order to make those improvements that we say that we want. So I know that's, you know, sometimes tough to look at ourselves and reflect like that, but it's so important if we want to change. So he goes on to say, where you find your standards. You already have standards that define your life. Understanding where those standards came from is one of the steps to leveling up and creating higher standards that will lead you to change. Your standards reflect the people you work with your parents, friends, family members, your church, social media, news media, and the books you read. You have other tribal influences as well. If you're an athlete, you idolize stars like. Simone Biles, Mia Hamm, LeBron James, Mike Trout, or Patrick Mahomes. Techies identify with Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg, and Jeff Bezos. Intellectuals are moved by great thoughts and religious leaders like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Mahatma Gandhi, Ayn Rand, Rick Warren, or Brene Brown. And then he goes on to say. Think of your brain as a blender. Once you're exposed to different ideas, your brain takes all that input, whether you agree with it or not, and blends those thoughts to create something new. You may completely reject new notions on the surface, but subconsciously your brain processes things over time. And you might change your way of thinking, perhaps in a way that leads you to higher and more enlightened standards. The incoming information you receive daily is inevitable. To activate the changes meant for you, there must be a conscious decision to take only what you think is valuable and apply it in a thoughtful way to create your unique standards. So um, I won't read all of this, but he goes on to say, Unfortunately, many people never get beyond dreaming about their goals. Even if there's a strong desire to achieve a goal they've set, they don't want to pay the price for reaching that goal. In all parts of your life, when it comes to goals and standards, they must be aligned to find harmony. That harmony will breed success. Here's something else that is truly liberating. When you set the right standards that match your goals, your life becomes much less stressful. Your goals, while important, become secondary. That may sound a bit counterintuitive, but it's the truth. For example, if you want to build a championship team, what are the preparation standards you're willing to tolerate? What are the execution standards you're willing to tolerate? Then he goes on to share nine ways to set a higher standard, and I won't read all of these given, you know, the time aspect and the fact that I want you to go out and purchase this book, but I will give you a few that really resonate with me that um, just to kind of get the juices flowing. So number one, he says, understand your why. Unless you're clear on your motivation, you won't develop optimal standards for your goal. It's a lot different saying, I want to lose 50 pounds because it might be a good idea instead of I want to lose 50 pounds because my back hurts. My doctor says I have high blood pressure. I'm borderline diabetic and I may not live to see my grandchildren. The stronger and more specific your reasons are for doing something, something, the more likely you'll stick with your standards. Another one, he says, be honest with yourself. If you take on the workout regimen above and you're 55 years old and weigh 350 pounds, not only are you setting yourself up for failure, you're setting yourself up for a 911 ambulance ride. Don't let your ego run your mind when it comes to setting realistic goals and standards. Start at a place that makes sense for you. You can always upgrade your goals and standard once you start to make progress. Be measured and transparent with yourself when developing your standards. The next one, he says, get help in areas where you're weak. Find a workout buddy. Enlist a seasoned business mentor. Listen to motivational tapes and podcasts. Surround yourself with like-minded people on like-minded journeys. Do whatever it takes to fortify your efforts. There are going to be days and periods where you'll waver. You'll want to give up. That's normal. You may question if your goal is worth it. You may tell yourself that your standards are too high. Welcome to the human condition this is where mental discipline comes in revisit your original motivation understand what influences are holding you back and then eliminate them if possible he goes on to say worthy goals and corresponding standards are not supposed to be easy to reach if your willpower wavers, redouble your efforts and give yourself credit for being smart enough to recognize that you'll have to work harder as part of your process Now this next one I thought was really good. He said, use technology to set and maintain your new standards. Use your cell phone or computer to create a video of your goals and standards. Talk to yourself. Do it when you're in a focused, high-energy state. That way, when you play it back, you'll be watching yourself in a peak state every time. Unlike only writing down your goals and standards, you'll get the added boost of auditory and visual stimulation sent to your brain. Your brain's synaptic plasticity will improve. When this happens, your brain is better able to flex and Adapt, creating enhanced avenues for learning. You are watching the person you want to be. Think of it as you 2.0. And I just thought this was such a good idea. I definitely plan on doing this one because you know when we are working on our goals and standards and you know what our processes that we're going to be to reach these goals, we are excited because in the moment we it seems so possible. It seems so within our reach, and we're on fire. And it's so easy in January to get excited about these goals so that is when we should record ourselves and kind of give ourselves that pep talk that we know that we'll need because inevitably the day will come where we won't have the motivation and we won't be able to rely on that and we're going to have to motivate ourselves to do it anyways even when we don't want to that's what makes the difference is that consistency and and, and not being sporadic, not stopping, starting, stopping, starting, but continuing that momentum even when we don't feel like it. So if we have that to watch, I think it will just re-energize us, remind us of that excitement we had, that energy we had, and how important it is, you know, to make progress, stop giving up halfway through reaching our goals and, and really challenge ourselves to see just how far we can go if we don't give up. So anyways, those were just a few. Like I said, he mentions nine different ideas, but those were the ones that I thought were really good. So anyways, he he goes in, you know, and explains um, a little bit more about standards, but I don't want to keep you too much longer. I will, however, just read a little bit of the last few paragraphs that he shared in this chapter. He said, as you develop higher standards, you'll also enjoy more resilience. You'll bounce back from setbacks quicker. Your higher standards will become habits and replace the lesser standards that used to guide you. Even if you don't fully succeed, you'll still fail at a higher level and land at a higher baseline. Once you dust yourself off, you'll be in a better place to move on to new goals and other higher standards. Setting higher standards in your life is not easy, but consider the alternative. If you aim low, set unworthy goals and create uninspired standards, you'll end up living a life far below what you're capable of and far below what you deserve. So again, you know, we have goals that we set for yourself and the standards are what specific things that we are committing to doing in order to reaching those goals. So, so I know he gave a, um, you know, a health goal as an example, but, you know, financially, if you have a financial goal, whatever your goal is, okay, I want to make $50,000 more this year than last year. So what specific things do you have to do differently this year on a daily, weekly, monthly basis in order to achieve that goal? Um, if you're in sales and last year you made 20 calls a day, maybe you need to double it to four. 40 calls a day, or, you know, maybe you need to set aside 20% of your income towards savings instead of 10% or whatever it may be, you have to have specific things and not just, you know, (laughs) see what sticks and just wing it every single day and just hope and pray that it will happen on its own. You have to have a plan and obviously things don't always go exactly as we plan them, but if we don't have some sort of action plan in place, you know, we are going to keep getting the same results day after day or year after year and um, as you said sometimes it is uncomfortable sometimes we have to just really be honest with ourselves okay if we want this goal are we willing to do the necessary action steps you know create these necessary standards in order to hit that goal or would we rather just stay complacent so um, anyways like I said this one always hits me whenever I hear it I've listened to his audiobook several times. I read the book. Um, I have the hard copy as well. But I just really respect and admire Ed Milet. Um, He's accomplished so much in his life. He's such a great motivational speaker. He has an amazing podcast too called the Ed Milet Show. And he is a Christian. He's a man of faith. And I just you know I love listening to people who believe the same way I do. And I have so much more respect for them. Whenever they have a Christian perspective and they talk about, you know, their faith as well, because that is really important to me. So I hope this helps you. Please, as always, you know, don't hesitate if you'd like to reach out to me personally. Um, as always, my email is healthcoach.sharihaines@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Feel free to join our Facebook group and, you know, um, and start a conversation there and we can get the support of the group, you know, to help you as well. If you're struggling, you know, with um, what steps to take to reach a, a certain goal, um, you know, I really want want that group to be there to support each other. And especially as we're going into the new year, I want this to be just the best year ever i want us to just raise the bar and and just really challenge ourselves because i don't think any of us are living at our full potential i know i'm not and and i really want to make um some significant improvements this year and i know it's possible just takes that intentionality that consistency that commitment so um why don't we go ahead and close in prayer Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank and praise you for Ed Milet and this amazing book, The Power of One More. Thank you specifically for this chapter that he shared with us on standards and just the importance of of setting the proper standards to match the, the goals that we want for ourselves. And please, you know, I just encourage all of us to take some time with you in prayer this week or in the upcoming week. Weeks before we end the year and just get quiet and listen for your guidance, Lord. And please just help us know what you want for our lives next year. Help us know what, um, you know, what goals that you have for us and stretch us, Lord, and just um, be with us during this process. Let us be open and receptive to what you have in mind for us in 2023. In your Son's name we pray. Amen. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it reminded you in some way that you have something amazing to offer the world, and it's time to start letting your beautiful light shine. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs this reminder? It would also mean the world to me if you would take 30 seconds for me and just leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you're actually enjoying the show. Plus, it warms my heart when I get to hear from you. I pray God's blessings on you the rest of the week, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. God bless.